Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a crowd podcast. It's Quiz Chat Repeat, the UK's only and therefore best daily quiz podcast. Every episode, we ask a different person 12 questions for a maximum of 15 points. Let's get quizzing. Hello, I'm Makita Oliver. It's Sport Wednesday and my guest is Tom Fordyce from The Joe Marler Show and that Peter Crouch podcast. Tom was the BBC's chief sports writer for 15 years, so he's got this. Don't you worry about that. He's got this. Hello, Tom. Mickey, you say that. Right, I've done pub quizzes where mates of mine have said exactly the same thing. Don't worry, Tom's got this round. Yeah, you can go to the bar. Tom's got this round. And then somehow I get questions wrong and people look at me like I'm some sort of fake. Some sort of fraud. Well, I mean, some it, sort of fraud. it is a lot of pressure. We're playing for 15 points across 12 questions. Let's quiz, Tom. Question number one. Which country has won the most Winter Olympics medals? That is a tough one to start with. Okay, so you're looking at countries which are traditionally snowbound, like Austria and Switzerland. But then, Makita, I'm thinking about countries with massive populations, mm. like the United States of America and Russia. Mm. Also, the Russians were very good at cheating for a long time. That's not libelous, it's fact. Okay. So it's, I'm torn between... But then, actually, Russia would have been USSR, wouldn't it, for a long time? So I'd be a fool to say Russia. Mm. Um, I am going to say... What about Italy and France? They've got mountains. This is a horrible <laughs> question to start me off with. I don't know the answer, but I'm going to guess on the fact that they've been in, mo in a lot of Olympics from the start, that it was a Frenchman who started the modern Olympics. I'm going to say France. Oh, you're going to say France. Uh, incorrect, I'm afraid. The correct answer was Norway. Norway, of course. Really, of course. It's all snow. It's all snow. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Question number two. Which Italian racing circuit is the only one to have featured in every Formula One season? This is just repeating my pub quiz sports round nightmares. <laughs> A fresh Makita. Um, but I think, I think it's Imola. Incorrect. The correct answer was oh, Monza. What? Oh, no. Question number three. The head-related sport injury, perichondrial hematoma, is more commonly known as what? Is it the sort of injury that a front row in rugby might get where their ears would fill with blood and, in the eyes of cruel people, come to represent uh, cauliflowers? Correct. The answer is cauliflower ears. Question number four. The clash on the dunes between Anthony Joshua and Ruiz Jr. took place in which country? I believe uh, the country was Saudi Arabia. Correct, Tom Fordyce. The correct answer is Saudi Arabia. Question number five. In what year did Manchester United sell David Beckham to Real Madrid? Tough day for everyone. Very tough day. It is either 2002 or 2003. So I think uh, World Cup in 2002, where he uh, was struggling with a metatarsal injury beforehand. So I don't think that they would have completed the purchase afterwards. I think uh, 
So Alex Ferguson would have tried to get one more year out of David Beckham and sold him in the year 2003. Oh, correct answer is 2003. Thank you for coming to the quiz today, Tom. At last. Killing this sport. Back in the game. Back in the game, quite literally. Question number six. Who is the current Wimbledon women's singles champion? Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, sh- oh are, we, are we out now? <laughs> are we right back out? No, I just, I just need to think about this because um, obviously there was no Wimbledon in 2020. And I think... It was an outsider. I think it was Romania's Simona Halep. Beautiful. The correct answer is Simona Halep. That was lovely. <sighs> Loving happy with that one. Very Lovingly happy with that one. Lovingly brought the answer to us there. That was lovely. Question number seven. Le Classique is a big derby match in France between which two clubs? And we want both clubs for the point. Okay, so El Clasico obviously is... Um, in Spain, that's between Barcelona and Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. There's lots of different versions uh, that people have now used around the world. There's there's Bel Clasico, which is the Belfast derby. Um, I think the two biggest teams in France traditionally are Paris Saint-Germain, and then you go down the other end of the country to Marseille. So I think it's Paris Saint-Germain against Marseille. Correct. The answers are Marseille and Paris Saint-Germain. But I don't say it half as beautifully as you did. That was gorgeous. <laughs> Question number eight. In the Tour de France, what jersey is awarded to the King of the Mountains? What jersey is awarded to the King of the Mountains in the Tour de France? If I got this wrong, Makita, I would, I would just have to walk away forever from my life <laughs> because I've covered the Tour de France many, many times. It's the polka dot jersey. Correct. It's a white jersey with red spots. Correct. The answer is the polka dot jersey. Question number nine. In 10 pin bowling, how many points amounts to a perfect game? <sighs> um, so you get 10 for a strike and then you get another. What about all the extra goes you get? I've never, I've never, have you ever got close to a perfect game? I don't think I've really ever got, you know, when you get two strikes in a row and you miss I, a game. Yeah, it's amazing. I think I've got to a good two, four, five before. Have you? Mm, I'm very good at bowling. Right, okay. So, I don't know. It's going to be a high number, obviously. 260? Oh, the correct answer is 300. Okay, on to the home stretch now. Your last three questions have multiple answers available. Do you understand, Tom? Yes, I do. Question number 10. For one point, Beth Tweddle won nine World and European Championship gold medals. But can you name one of the events she achieved those medals in? Well, she was a a gymnast, Beth Tweddle. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's have a think what her area of expertise was... I think she was very strong in the floor routines. Um, so I'm going to say the fl- on the floor, the floor exercise. Floor is correct, absolutely. Is uh, it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. She was great on the floor. We could have also had uneven bars. Question number 11. For two points, Tom, can you name two footballers to wear the number seven shirt for England in a major tournament since David Beckham in 2006? God, that is really specific. That is hard. Because shirt numbers have just gone all over the place, obviously, now because they've come squad numbers. So it's not even like you can... I'm disappointed in myself, Makita, that I don't know this answer instinctively. Let's think about the last World Cup in Russia in 2018. I think 
I think someone weird had it in 2018. I think it was someone like, it wasn't one of the superstars. So I think it was someone like Jesse Lingard. <laughs> Correct. Someone was weird. <laughs> Sorry, Jesse, I know you'll be listening to this. I don't mean you're a weird person. What I mean is that maybe you haven't quite yet achieved what David Beckham has achieved. Fair enough. 2018 World Cup, Jesse Lingard wore the number seven shirt. Can you give me another answer for your, for your second point? Right, let's try and think about 2016 European Championships, which were pretty dismal um, for England. Mm. Ended with defeat to Iceland. Iceland, I always call it Iceland like it's Kerry Katona's uh, favourite frozen food, <laughs> Emporium. Um, <laughs> it wasn't Jordan Henderson or Lalana. Maybe someone like Delhi Alley. I'm going to say Delhi Alley. Incorrect. We were looking for it. Oh. Well, if you were going for that 2016 Euros, it was Raheem Sterling. And then uh, Jack Wilshire, 2014 World Cup. Theo Walcott in 2012 Euros. And then Aaron Lennon in the 2010 World Cup. Quite a... Quite... I would say that is a hard question. Yeah, so quite a motley crew. Question number 12. So you do get one point for your Jesse Lingard. Question number 12. For three points, can you name the last three flag bearers for Great Britain at a Summer Olympics? Okay, um, so I have been at the last three um, Summer Olympics. Oh, wow. um, I don't. I went to the opening ceremony in 2012 because it was amazing. Mm. Did I? Oh, actually, I've been to all of them. Isn't that terrible? I've been to all the opening ceremonies, so I've literally witnessed this proud person with the flag. I think in Rio, they would have gone for one of the gold medalists from London in 2012, and I think they went for Andy Murray. Uh, correct. We have an Andy Murray in 2016 in Rio. I think, I think in 2012 in London, because he had won three Olympic golds in Beijing in 2008, I think it was Chris Hoy. Chris Hoy. So who do you think was in uh, 2008? And then 2008, I think it was someone who was knocking on in sporting terms, but had done well to make that Olympics. Someone who people who uh, used to live in London or do live in London will remember as uh, doing adverts on the tube for a men's vitamin range where he displayed his, frankly, astonishing physique. Oh. I think it was Mark Foster, the swimmer. Correct. The answer is Mark Foster. And I think I remember that campaign. <laughs> I think I remember yeah. that. Yeah. He uh, was in ludicrous shape, incredible shape. Maybe he still is, Makita. I don't know. He's not doing the adverts. He may still well be uh, let's hope in so. magnificent shape. Let's really hope so. So Mark Foster, correct, 2008. Uh, Sir Chris Hoy, 2012. And Sir Andy Murray, 2016. Well done. You got through sport. And I think you did pretty well. Your total score at the end of your Sport Wednesday quiz is... 11 out of 12 Isn't... questions and 15 points to get. Not too... That's better than I feared at one point. After we opened, after 10 pin bowling question, I was ready to just give up. Yeah, fair enough. But I, <laughs> but I sort of rescued it. And if I hadn't been professionally employed in covering sports for 20 years, <laughs> I might even feel good about it. We'll talk you through your points after this break. Hello. Um, hello there. What voice do you want me to do? We will do a little bit. I'll just do my voice. Do I? your voice. Yeah, thanks. Hello, I'm Joe Marler. People think I hate people, but I don't. <laughs> I actually love interaction with people. I love finding out what jobs they do and whether I could do what they do. The Joe Marler Show. Joe Marler Show. 
with new episodes every Wednesday. Tom, you have had an extraordinary career that's, you know, that enables you to be part of incredible things like the Summer Olympics. How do you even manage to sort of pinpoint the highlights of the places that your job's taken you? Well, I think I was really spoiled. The, the, the period that I was covering British sport was just an unprecedented period for British success. Mm. So seeing those Olympics where 2008 Great Britain finishes fourth in the medal table, then 2012, which is probably the best thing ever to cover in your life. <laughs> When Great Britain finishes finishes third, and you just you're just so lucky because you're there in the in a great seat watching so much of it. And then 2016, Great Britain and Northern Ireland finish in second place, which is madness in the medal table. That was all incredible. Watching Andy Murray winning uh, Wimbledon men's single title twice. Oh my god, watching... well, you had that both both times. Yeah. Wow. And then you just get these really shaky hands because you're trying to type and you're trying to come up with these wonderful words that will match this occasion. And you look down at match point against Novak Djokovic when, you know, Novak Djokovic is chipping away at all these match points. Mm. And you look down at your hands, your hands that are meant to be typing these clever words are shaking. And you're thinking, hang on, if my hands are shaking, what's, hap- what's happening to Andy Murray's hands? Yeah. He's the he's one actually doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love being so close to that. That is that that is a joy. That That's a good job you got there, Tom. Yes, I was very spoiled. I was very spoiled. I was a lucky man. Thank you very much, Tom, for completing your sports quiz on our Wednesday quiz and for doing well. Thanks, Mikita. I really enjoyed it. And that's Quiz Chat Repeat. If you want more Tom Fordyce, go and download The Joe Marler Show, which is very good, and he's on it every Wednesday. We're back tomorrow with Quiz of Your Life. So if you're listening while ironing a shirt or cleaning the bathroom, let's do it all again tomorrow. Crowd Network. A place where you belong. Listener.